Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode of Enlightened Conversations is hosted and produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Hi everyone, it's Michelle Lightworker here and welcome to an Enlightened Conversation with myself and my beautiful guest, Tammy Pike. Today, we're actually really talking about self-love, self-care, how to make yourself feel yummy and all the lovely topics that surround that because Tammy's provided us with a beautiful amount of insight towards that in Lightworker Advocate magazine in our summer edition for 2017. So if you haven't already seen it, please check it out. Also, I just want to introduce Tammy formally for those of you who don't know her. Tammy lives in rural Queensland with her three beautiful children and a menagerie of animals. She loves animals, nature and adventure, but most of all, she loves helping women reconnect to the radiance inside themselves. And Tammy's journey with health and spirituality started in response to her children's health issues, their sensitivity to everyday food and toxins in the environment, and Tammy's own struggle with anxiety and postnatal depression inspired a new life of discovery. As a result, she is now passionate about the healing benefits that wholesome foods can bring, how divine connection can heal, the power of self-care, and the role that alternative therapies can play in our recovery from major challenges. Tammy is a holistic wellness coach, HeartWorks Lomi Lomi massage therapist, Reiki practitioner, intuitive body reader, Pampa Nurture Nourish and Connect workshop facilitator, and she's also a pulsed electromagnetic field therapist. Tammy also creates organic, soulful body products that use intention and affirmations to create soulful self-care rituals so welcome tammy so beautiful to have you on the show thank you so much michelle it's a pleasure to be in this conversation having this conversation with you yeah i i just um the first thing that jumped out at me as i was kind of introducing you and often like i don't script it so often you know spirit will just jump in and and say what we're talking about i i, I mean i as i said to you um i don't mind what we talk about today and the fact that you have presented such a beautiful um article in in like advocate magazine around discipline which is really interesting and rewriting that word so that it's not a, a, you know one where we feel like it's um about consequences and anger and and that kind of energy it's it's got such a it's like you know your the way you described that word to me felt like you were actually rewriting the the whole intention behind the word so that it's helping us to reframe discipline and look at it in a way that helps us to ensure that we do love ourselves and reconnect spiritually with that word i loved it i loved that article Thank you. Thank you. It was, it was really good for me to actually um, put what I've been feeling about it onto paper for me to visualize it as well, because, you know, um, I feel very deeply about that, the word discipline and self-love and to really articulate it in a way that I felt was really good because it made me really think hard and deep about what it is. What does it mean to me? What did it mean to me when I was learning about it? Because holy, I had a lot of resistance to it. Like, it was something that I thought being free and happy and I come from a, you know, a routine lifestyle with a nine to five job, you know, I had strict discipline and all that kind of stuff and it was not a fun life. So then creating it um, and learning it in a spiritual way was actually like, it just was mind blowing because it is so different to what we think it should be to what it really means. Again, like we have changed what a word means and, and applied it to a negative connotation because that's what we seem to do in the, in the normal world where we really forget the essence of what it really means. Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> I love it. When you were talking about discipline and self-love, I did actually think I might refer to this actually. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read it out. You, you said that, um, 
you feel that um, if you were to incorporate these two very empowering and enlightened modalities, I like the way you talk about them as modalities, that, that the principles of, of love and discipline are modalities in themselves actually can relate to that. But uh, yes, you can definitely use them as modalities. Um, you know, you said you, if you incorporate these two very empowering and enlightening modalities into your life, you will grow exponentially. Exponentially. Um, and you will grow away from society's standards. Now I understand why spirit wanted me to make sure I could refer to that paragraph because you just mentioned it again. And, and, and then you go on to say, this means that you don't need to follow society's rules to be, you mm -hmm. exist as you are, you are happy with who you are. Mm -hmm. The most dangerous side effect to current thinking is that you inspire others to do the same. This means independent, strong-minded people creating their own lives. I love that. Yeah. Wow. It's so true. Like, um, I think for anyone uh, who has come from, you know, an unknowledgeable background in the spiritual way or, or just being confident and knowing that it is okay to be you, like, we live in such a time where we have to pretend we have to try well we don't have to but we are we, we we're guided in through school through work through all that to please everyone else if we step outside that thoughts box and we are you know might be stepping on someone's toes we might be you know causing an issue or reaction to someone else but seriously who cares that's when we really think about it we are stopping ourselves from our own self-limiting limiting beliefs as well as what others other live Oh, sorry, other people's self-limiting beliefs that they're putting on us as well. And it can be so uncomfortable to be who you are. Like for me, I, um, you know, I was in a very corporate world and I was always seen as the alternative one. But even on my Facebook page for so long until last week, like I still wasn't saying I'm doing readings and I'm doing this and I'm doing that because I was sort of still afraid of someone reacting to that. And then when I really, like, it's been a big journey of really just going, I'm here, this is me, I'm ready, I'm sick of being someone for someone else, I'm ready to be me. And leaving, letting go of those restrictions and that, that mould that we have to fit in is just being phenomenal. Like, I don't really care, so to speak, of what other people think of me anymore because it, I care about how I am, who I am, what I want, what I want to do. And if people don't like it, well, then that's their choice. My choice is to be me. Their choice is to either acknowledge and love who I am and accept that or they can accept to, you know, remove themselves from my life. So it's a simple, hard and as that you know it is it is easy but then it's hard as well <laughs> thank you I, I really appreciate you sharing that and and it means a lot and, and I'm I'm sure there are a lot of people that are listening that, that go yeah I wish I could just do that like what, what is stopping me like what, what what you know you know when you talk about self-love and 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 discipline it's like we need to understand that other people's opinions can sway us to manipulate how we come across to other people. Um, and also almost like we allow the opinion, if you like, um, if, you, if you can imagine this like, like physically, um, just say the opinion is like a, a wedge and it, and, it, and, it, and it comes in, we're allowing it though, comes in between perhaps our authentic self and spirit or our authentic self and the outside world and we're allowing other people's opinions to, to drive a wedge between what is really real and the expression of that and the connection back to the source of that as well and I feel like that's really a major part of discipline isn't it to be mindful of when we're allowing other people's opinions society collectively their opinions, our past, perhaps past life, perhaps past family, whatever, opinions of how that we, you know, how they think we should be or other people should be. And 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 but if we if we allow ourselves to tangibly own that and go, but there it is, and I acknowledge it, that's part of mindfulness, right? Is 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 like the discipline of mindfulness is, oh, I've just allowed something to get in the way. 
to come to that awareness, that awakening that you have, what I see that flows on to people is you're actually saying, I've allowed those wedges to be there and I had enough and I'm throwing them off and I'm letting you all know because I believe that will help you to become aware of those wedges so that you can hopefully make the decision yourself to, to throw them off and be who you are. Definitely, you're giving a space. You're holding a space. Your vibration is just so high that others are either going to move themselves away because they can't see it, they react to it, they don't like what they see, they see something themselves that they don't want to be, or others will just allow themselves to rise with you. Like your children, they automatically will rise with you, especially little ones. You know what I mean? They are just a magnet to, uh, and, and they, that's like a self-love. If you were doing that, constantly you're teaching your kids to put themselves first to acknowledge that yes they need to put their needs their wants themselves first to take that time to do the same and then when we do that in our family we then do it to our friends then we do it to our family and the people who we connect with and a lot of people on here are business owners or in some way a service provider will also do the same just by being you Giving yourself discipline and um, allowing yourself to grow, discipline in giving yourself self-loves, discipline in always honouring who you are consistently, you're allowing this gorgeous space for growth for so many people. And it's automatic. It's just like a ripple effect. Yeah, it is. And, like, I've got teenage daughters and, you know, part of being a teenager is really finding out your own identity, like your own identity formation. It's, it's a total stage of growth, right? So a lot of the time, you know, you're you and then you bump up against perhaps um, a part of them that they haven't embraced yet or, or not ready to or, or, or aren't willing to or whatever it is. It doesn't really matter. But when you're a parent, if you stop role modelling what's right for you, because you're bumping up against that. Um, that's when you're, what you're doing is you're role modeling, editing yourself as a solution to bumping up against someone who doesn't resonate with you rather than saying, well, that's cool. You have your own opinion or you don't resonate with that right now. That's cool. And, 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 and role modeling that instead. Um, I, I do, I do want to speak to something that's happened um, it's on my mind. <laughs> um, and I feel, I feel, I didn't know I was going to talk about it actually. Um, but this whole topic has got me all fired up. Um, I think for me, the, the principle of open-mindedness is a, a huge one. Um, especially when it comes to, you know, celebrating your own authenticity, mm. because if you have an open mind, you can, you can have an opinion and you can also hold the capacity of compassion for everyone else's opinion too, right? I've never used those words before, so that's kind of interesting. I'm teaching myself or spirit's teaching myself something here. Holding the capacity for, for other people's opinions with grace, with love, with compassion, right? And what I, what I have noticed... Um, in the spiritual community um, too, um, not, not, not necessarily just society, but let's talk about spiritual niches as well, where you've got people coming through and people awakening and people getting who they are and getting opinionated and, you know, like really like fiercely good on them, you know, but um, I, I, I kind of, my feeling is, is it's nice to speak to your opinion that passionately without pooing someone else's opinion in society because I think that's a mastery of enlightenment really to be able to to be able to speak about your opinion and then also hold a beautiful loving compassionate space for how other people in society are behaving or their opinions or what have you um I think that's important for me and I, the reason why I say that is because when I notice myself um, judging other people, even on this subject, I don't even want to step into judgment of them. I'm like, I want to hold space and compassion for them doing that. You know what I mean? What I mean? Like really step into really sharing about it, but also then going, um, my job 
is to find a way to communicate this idea in a loving way. Because <laughs> if I don't, <laughs> I'm just doing the same thing that other people are doing. It, it feels like a little catch-22, but it feels to me what I'm talking about here is role modelling. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'm really passionate about with the enlightened conversations that I'm holding, um, and in general, really, this is to be, to be able to speak to issues in an enlightened way, to be able to talk about opinions and hear your opinion and receive that opinion in a way that is trying to find what is the intention behind that? Where is the love? Where is the fear? But to to hold all of that capacity. Does that make sense to you, Tammy? It does. And it's also allowing people to be heard, for their feelings and emotions to be to be acknowledged, I guess, you know, because that's what most people do. And when you shut them down, you're just enabling them to go deeper into that anger. You're enabling them to to go into that negativity. And it's just, instead of finding someone who can give them compassion and love and understanding and going, let me hear your opinion, absorb it, listen, and then, you know, even discuss it, not in an angry way, but, you know, talking into it in a beautiful, enlightened way, like you said, and allowing them to see that there is light in that negativity. You know, there's light within the dark and that they can be angry and hurt, but it's about how you're going to use those emotions and giving space for them to understand what they're actually going through and why they are reacting like that. Why is it? You know, and, and that's role modelling them. That's helping them become enlightened in themselves. And when they have a conversation with someone else, what they've just done with you, you've done for them. That can do for others. You know, it, it's life with life. Like when you give, do a good deed for someone, they want to go and do a good deed for someone else because it felt so good that they want to give back. And it's exactly the same. In a way, you're role modelling, like you said, um, and it goes for children having discussions and being able to not uh, turn it into an argument or get let it escalate, you know, like... Because people all want to be heard. Everyone wants to be heard. It's just in which way you do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I guess, you know, like with um, a lot of the live stream on Facebook now and things, um, uh, I guess, you know, can can be a place where people want to go and vent. And, and that's fair enough. Like, you know, if you've got a journal and you want to vent and you want to, you know, write things down or you just want to offload and you want to get things out and things like that. But I also feel like, on some level too, we need to have a responsibility for the impact of our words and of our opinions and understanding how they may, not to not to so much um, manipulate who we are, but to also stay in that connection with the greater of unity with everyone else as we're verbalizing. Um, because I feel like that's really connects us to our heart chakra and when we're when we're not connected to our heart chakra, we tend to be quite judgmental and think we're right. And then and then what happens is that there's a spiritual arrogance that comes across. Which, um, yeah, I feel like that 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 um, yeah. I mean, it's obviously a learning process for the you know society as a whole as to how do we want to do spirituality. But I guess my 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 spirit my my own guidance that's coming through about that is that we can do it in a different way if if we um allow ourselves a moment to pause and and say well yep i have a strong opinion about that that's what actually i feel serves me um and also i'm going to communicate it in such a way that i'm not making everybody else out there wrong I'm just saying, well, hey, I'm bringing something to the table here. So maybe we can, you know, have a think about it, reflect it and bounce some ideas around. Different energy around, isn't it? Different intention, isn't it? It's creating a discussion rather than a one-sided point of view that is trying to rile everyone up. It's coming from, yes. you know, it's, it's coming from a place of, of love and wanting to share, you know, I'm stuck or I feel this, let's, let's, what is, what do you think about it? You know, how, how do you, what would you do in a situation or whatever? But we do come from a, a society again, that is just instant. It's, they're all about that instant gratification and what gets instant gratification is when that people get rolled up, when they get that, you know, um, the mob kind of mentality, people who are out there going, you know, I've just, let's talk and, but, you know, I really feel this and that. They don't get that much response. It makes people think, 
but they're not going to get that instant gratification of people going, yes, yes, this is so true. Do you know what I mean? Like it's like the junk food kind of thing in the mentality thinking. Yeah. I, and also I think too, like, I mean, you, you know, I, I guess that's where I'm being tested right now. And it's good to share that with you. Um, you know, when I'm, when I'm listening to somebody's Facebook live stream and they're sort of talking about someone in a way that's really pointy and negative, um, whether it be, you know, there's been a few examples actually lately for me, um, the president election, you've got, um, um, you know, psychic te- psychics in the suburbs, that's that, that 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 was a recent documentary, um, and I heard some really negative, um, really, really shaming um, words being discussed about, um, you know, the the director who put that together and the the whole thing about how it gave off psychics a bad name, blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, but um, yeah, I mean, there's other ways to talk about that so we can bring light to what could have been shown in a nicer way that we, you know, what we're really about is, um, you know, helping and enlightening and not giving people the answers. And, you know, there was just some really, oh, I felt really uncomfortable um, listening to some of the, some of the, you know, conversations and not conversations, live feeds and, and things like that about it, thinking that that's someone's life. Um, you know, they've just put themselves on the line. They're, you know, taking a risk. They're doing what they feel is right. They're following their spiritual guidance. And in it, perhaps it didn't turn out perfectly to you. But the whole journey and the whole process of someone doing that, I, I can totally relate to not being perfect at what you're doing when you're starting out and being okay with that and allowing the whole world to see that not hiding yourself away until you're perfect to then come out of the closet and say, well, because I'm perfect now or because I don't have nerves now or because I'm this or that, I I can now come out and I can show you my authenticity. I feel Mm. like there's, um, yeah, it's it's the spiritual world, like the spiritual um, followers or, people who live it aren't following the truth to what spirituality really is. So, you know what I mean? They're judging um, and all that kind of thing, which is really sad because if they really wanted to epitomise what they believe to be should have been shown, that's what they should be, um, you know, showing to the world. That's what they really are, if you know what I mean. But, again, each to their own and usually... What is it that you can do really except be yourself and, you know, try and shine your light brighter for others to see, to, to role model how, you know, I was really disappointed. But, hey, you know, um, this is not what really psychics are about. This is what I feel they are and put your opinion out there, you know, and do it in a really loving way rather than in an aggressive way because it, it's sort of you're not adding fuel to the fire, I guess, and getting that mob mentality happening in that, you know, so bad it's it's not about that anymore it's about his personal opinion or his his take on it and that's okay we're all allowed to have our own opinions we we aren't born the same we don't think the same we all have the same you know different opinion about one thing you know so it's about just allowing people to to be who they are especially if that's not perfect because it is like i for one have been the same. I thought I had to be perfect to be seen, to be heard. I come from a, you know, my story had stopped me from feeling enough, enough to be who I am, you know, and and that's really sad because so many people are not allowing their words that need to be heard because they're afraid that they're not good enough and then being judged like so many do. But again, it comes to the discipline of accepting who you are and that no matter what anyone says, you're still doing and following what you think is right. Yeah, absolutely, hun. And I think when, when, when I heard the words someone shared about saying you're either good or you're not at being a psychic, you know, um, and psychics don't get nerves apparently. So <laughs> it's almost like you, don't, you can't be human to be a psychic. I mean, I don't, you know, we are human. 
that I mean that's that's what keeps us in humility and we you know we are going to have days that we connect better or don't connect better and that's just part and parcel of our learning journey and also whoever's in the audience will be there who's meant to be there to receive exactly what we do what we what spirit um wants to share as well and i think for me the most important thing to know like i cannot i just got to say this tammy because for me this is probably the biggest message like you're saying say what you think you know say what what, well, what would you do? What you, what would you have done, Michelle? Okay. Well, what I would have done was I would have said that psychics are all we're all psychic because we're all connected to spirit and we're all at one with spirit and we're all on a journey, this human journey, of reconnecting to our consciousness of that. And so, therefore, we're actually on the journey of enlightenment. The more enlightened we get, the more psychic we get. The two are absolutely hand in hand. However, some psychic gifts are there without the enlightenment and they can be used in a dark way. That's absolutely part of the journey as well. And there's no better or less than or, or you shouldn't be there or you shouldn't be there. It's, it's absolutely part of it. I'm sure we've all done that. Like that's what the journey is about, learning how to use those gifts in a, in a way that connects with everybody, not disconnects. And so from my point of view, I like to advocate the fact that there are going to be, especially in this live streaming age, there are going to be psychics here, there and everywhere stepping out. Um, we can judge them, but what we're really doing is we're actually not connecting to our source if we're doing that because we, I can sit in front of any psychic and go, what is spirit telling me through that person right now? And that, for me, is my business. Not whether or not that person is good enough. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like I would be saying to that person who is judging that particular program, that particular director, that particular um, psychic, I would be, I'd be saying to that person, what are you hearing that you need to focus on for you? And are you going, getting busy and going about and doing that? Because that then is the most helpful thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And like your your whole program is you. That's this is what you've just said is everything that you do with your light worker practitioner training. Everything. Because it comes from a person who's seeking more, who knows that there's more for them, who, you know, honestly, for it's only been this year that I've been connecting to my intuition. I know it's there, but I didn't know how to read it, understand it, or anything, connect to it, or use it in any other way. Then it thinking oh, it was just noise or I was picking up feelings from other people and what is it, you know, what's going on? But everything that you teach is what you just said, is allowing people to know that you don't have to be the psychic straight away. You know, you don't have to be connected and know how to listen to your intuition straight away. It's all about if you know it's there, it's there. We all have it. But if you want to develop it, you can. And you've given the strategies and ways to do it. And other things in my life have enabled me to grow them as well. And now I can do like these beautiful chakra intuitive readings, which I never thought I could, you know. But if I had to listen to what other people said about, you, you know, psychics aren't, you know, you can't grow it, you can't do this. I would have said, stayed in that frame of mind of I can't do this. And I would never have connected to the knowing that I get and the feeling that I get and the readings that I get for people who they just experience the most amazing transformation or letting go or releasing or understanding. And if I had to listen to that, I wouldn't be able to give my gift to people who are needing to hear it. Do you, you know, like that is just what is so sad is that the way that they're speaking is not allowing people to grow in this area. To, to, to yeah. harness their gifts, to, to be who they are, and you allowing that space, you're doing that with everything you do, and acknowledging people can learn in that area is a gift. It's amazing, and that's what we all need to know. We can do anything we want to do. We need to remove our, our self-limiting beliefs as well as what other people's self-limiting beliefs on us, you know, are, are what are uh, re stopping us from doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Tammy. That's so true. And, you know, I was kind of sitting on a, a volcano in a way, you know what I mean? Because I'm so passionate about every equality 
Um, and I'm so passionate about unity and I'm so passionate about enlightenment and I'm so passionate about encouraging everybody to embrace their imperfection. So, you know, I'm very teary because for me, my, my imperfection um, hatred led me to anorexia. You know, I just wanted to kill my, myself. Uh, you know, that's, that's where my darkness went to, you know, and my perfectionism went to. And we can apply perfectionism to everything and anything. And it's almost like it's discipline turned upside down because we can, we can punish ourselves and we can, it's just totally devoid of any self-love. And we can do that to stop ourselves from stepping into our enlightenment. We can do that to stop ourselves from stepping into our natural psychic abilities. Um, imagine, like, this is how I see this. Like, imagine, you know, you've got a, a two-year-old child and they're not doing their intuition perfectly. What are you going to say? Well, you're not good enough. You're just not going to be ever going to be able to do your intuition. No, you're going to nurture it. You're going to grow it. You're going to say, hey, so it feels good when you do that. Doesn't feel good when you do that. Okay, good. Good learning. Okay. And it's like you get to grow your organ. You get to grow it and you get to embrace it and you get to go to the gym and you get to exercise it. And, you know, it really becomes your asset when you love it and you nurture it. Yeah. Beautiful. Yes, that's you. And that's it's amazing, you know, that you have that because that's what you've enabled so many to do and to feel that it's okay not to be perfect. It's okay to be at the baby steps, you know, and you do have to take those steps in between because you can't jump from, you know, step 12, one to 12 in anything in your life because you miss the whole journey in between. You miss the reasons, the whys, the hows, the, the discipline, the love, you know, but even when people are learning with their psychic abilities, it all comes back to compassion and self-love for self. Discipline, self-love, all the 12 principles, yes. But we, to, to open our connection, especially if we've been closed off, is usually because of issues that we've had that again you know the anger i had so much anger i didn't hear anything because i had so much anger and so i'd always give that out and you know hearing and removing that through self-love and loving myself removing the story of who what happened to me and all that kind of thing has just enabled me to love me and do you know how hard that used to be i never knew i could ever love myself everyone was more important than me everyone you know, so I would just give everything to everyone else. And this year has just been the most amazing year in my life. I'm 31 and it's, it's, it's a magic. Like I'm, I love who I am. When I look in the mirror, I can say, I love you. And this has helped me connect to me, but also to my higher self, the divine, to whoever it is that I'm connecting to. Do you know, and the things I've taken in that is growing my knowledge, my um of, you know, light work practitioner training that has helped immensely, doing things that I love to do, which is going in nature and just doing nothing, is, you know, taking self-care or uh, creating things. Creating is just amazing and creating sparks that whole chakra to, to open and, you know, it's just amazing once it starts happening. But again, it's just starting. It's making the choice. You have the choice. That's the thing. You have the choice to listen to what you, you know, what everyone else is telling you or what you think is right or you have the chance to listen and make the choice to, to open your life and start moving it in a way that you want to do it because we're not a victim. We can choose to be the victim or we can choose to say, hey, this is my life. I'm not letting anyone else empower themselves to take over any aspect of my life. I empower myself to own who I am and do what I want to do. Yeah, well done. I'm, I'm celebrating with you, Tammy. It's fantastic. And I, I feel it. I feel it. I feel that um, it's, it's, it's just the beginning, but it's so powerful. You know, like it's like when we crack open, it is a bit like being inside that egg, isn't it? And then you crack open and you literally see the light. And you go, oh, okay, got it. And then it's like, like after you make that decision, you, you're, you're accessing so much spiritual help. Like you're saying, like, yeah, like work a practitioner training, but then there's this and that and that, 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 and it all comes in to help you and support you because you're attracting that. So, you know, it is, it's rich and 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 there's so much, there's so many things that 
call you all at once almost because it feels like it's all happening. It's alive. I feel that that's exciting and I can really feel it. I can, I can, I'm sure people listening can, and, 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 and watching this can feel what you're saying because I can and it's exciting and it, and it inspires, seriously inspires, well, re-inspires me because I feel like when I started, I didn't know any of the 12 principles and I was told to turn up at a workshop to teach lightworker practitioner training and I didn't know anything that I was going to teach. And if I hadn't taken that risk and done that, then I wouldn't have, nothing would have happened. That I, This was like 15, 16 years ago now. So it's like, I, yeah, I was, I, my, my lesson was to turn up and not know because they wanted me to be in faith. That was my lesson. And so, yeah, I, I just want to encourage, it's re-inspiring me because I feel like, yeah, you're right. You know, it is everything I stand for, everything. I, it, it is my whole journey of recovery from my anorexia. It is my imperfection, my, my embracing my perfect imperfection, I like to call it. Um, and I want to encourage anybody at the beginning um, to, to, to listen to what you have to say. And I want to encourage anyone who's having a little bit of a um, challenge where, where, where perhaps they want to step up at their Freaking, I don't want to be under the microscope. Look, they, you get attacked when you're under the microscope. Oh, oh, when you show who you really are, look what really happens. And go, that's bullshit. That's crap. That is not at all my business. That's nothing to do with me stepping out. The only thing I have to think about is what does spirit want for me to do to grow my enlightenment? That's it. Everybody's always going to have an opinion. Yes. It's got nothing to do with them because you are not a victim and you get to make that decision because it is for your soul growth and it is for your spiritual growth, right? It's for, you know, and everybody else will learn what they're, what they're going to learn when they're meant to learn it. So we can hold the space of compassion for them. Yes. Beautiful. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just the most amazing conversation I've had in a while. It's just beautiful and yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah. everything you said is just spot on it's just magical we're all magical if we allow ourselves to be we can all have that connection if we allow ourselves to be we have no limits except what we put on sale ourselves so that's and we can create what you said okay another big thing is joy we can have joy with this we can let it flow in every area area of our life we don't need to let it just be in oh you know when i'm having fun with my kids we find joy in ourselves and find it in every aspect and let it soak it in and in this journey find joy in your journey yeah i i am a naturally really joyful person because um well there's two things i want to speak to here a i'm a very naturally joyful person because i have tapped into joy and allowed joy with my spiritual connection to be my priority and so therefore when I'm in that spiritual connection and I feel pure joy, of course, nothing can really get in the way of that because then you've got, you're not joy seeking because you've already got the joy. So everything else you're just joy bringing. You're a bringer of joy, you know? And it's so funny. Uh, the other day, I, when my, my, my um, graphic artist sent back uh, the Lightworker Advocate Summer Edition magazine for me to edit, um, she'd added in a page, she snuck it in there. Oh, it jumped out at me like nobody's business though. And seriously, I, 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 earlier on when we were talking, I thought, what was that quote? I've got to find it. I don't know why. And now I know why. Um, we are shaped by our thoughts. We become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves Buddha. That's, that's, that's beautiful. So we are shaped by our thoughts. We become what we think. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow. Sorry, when the mind is pure, oh, when the mind is pure, joy. When the mind is pure, joy follows like a shadow that never leaves. I love that. But it's true. When your mind is, is pure joy, joy follows you around like a shadow because it's, it's, it's innately in you. You don't, you're not going, you're not, you know, we don't stand in front of the sun and go, there's my shadow. It just is there, right? And it feels to me like, you know, you're right when you allow yourself to connect with your joy. Like you're saying being in nature, doing nothing, but really are you doing nothing? You're really connecting to your joy, aren't you? You're really feeling it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And the second thing is I wanted to share, you might relate to this. I was thinking this morning, gee whiz, people might think that I exercise for the endorphins because they, they make me feel better, you know? But the fact that I actually exercise 
is because I feel so good, I want to exercise because my body's alive and happy and I want to go play and I want to exercise. And if I didn't feel good, I won't, I won't exercise. So it's kind of, me, it's the opposite, you see. So I, I, I wanted to share that because I was coming back from the gym this morning and I was thinking, people must think I'm, you know, maybe I'm hooked on the endorphins or something, but it's the other way around. I wouldn't have gotten up at five o'clock this morning to go exercise at a 5.40 a.m. class if I didn't feel joyful. Trust me on that. <laughs> Definitely. And, and one thing you said is words, you know, and affirmations and intention and using it to create joy. And I am going to like um, with what I create. So women are so, well, men too, but we are so bad at, like when we're doing self-care, we are so bad or so good at hating on ourselves. We are so good at going, oh, look at my imperfections. Or we just do it really quickly because whatever we're doing is to make ourselves look better or be something else. Whereas we can use our self-care regime, our routine, to use affirmations and intention, intentions. And so for me is um, the intention of giving love to oneself, which brings joy, okay? So, but then with my products, I have affirmations on there and you connect to that affirmation and you use it whilst you're using it on your body. So for instance, like, you know, when you're moisturizing, you go like this, you know, really quick and done and dusted. If we're using intention of love, and the affirmation, so the affirmation being, you know, um, I am love or I open myself to receive and give love, whatever it is. So you're doing it in a loving way. You're taking that time to love your body. It's like your body feels that vibration of love. Like it is just connecting like you wouldn't believe. And it's just, you know, thriving. When you're doing your face, you're not thinking about your imperfections or your pimples or your scars or whatever. You're thinking about the most amazing thing that you are, which is you. And that this body has allowed you to be whoever it is, whoever you are. And that affirmation too just brings that, like you're telling the universe, I love who I am. I'm connecting. I am me. And it's going to go right you. What can we give you today, you know, to promote that or do that? And it's that. It's that feeling of love. Like even in the shower, you just use it, you know, wash yourself with love and intention and care and not look at like, oh, my God, you know, look at this today. I look like this or whatever. It's not about that. It's about removing the materialistic view of what you think is perfect and knowing that you are perfect as you are and loving every bit and you will be in a, such a better space uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually that, you know what I mean, you just grow exponentially as well. Like it is just phenomenal how it works. Sorry. I just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I love that so much because i i'm a big believer that we can do anything from a place of love or hate and like i was i used to abuse myself with exercise i used to for the whole time i'd be like i hate my body <laughs> if i was listening to my head process oh my god i hope this burns fat and you know now i just love to be able to feel that my body is strong and it works and it's like i'm I'm not going all red in the face when I'm actually getting my heart rate up. It's like amazing. Like I, I'm, I'm like, I look at myself. Oh my god, I'm not even red yet. You know, like I, I'm actually the opposite. I'm saying all these positive things about. Wow, look at the muscles I've got growing. And you know, I'm more, I'm more that now. And and I have to pull myself up and go. Gee, I really compliment myself a lot when I'm working out. That's beautiful. That is perfect. That's exactly what you need to be and do because. How do you feel after it? Like when you, so when you go to the gym, okay, this is perfect. When women or people go to the gym, what are they usually thinking about? I'm unhealthy, I'm overweight, I'm this, I'm that, I'm not perfect. If you go in the attention of I love who I am and I just love being even healthier and keeping my, you know, energy up there, you know, you come out of that session buzzing, feeling great, feeling like you can do anything rather than coming out, I'm still not perfect. Do you oh, see Absolutely. Like yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. And like, I feel so good because I can see the progress I'm making. I can feel it. That's what I'm focusing on. Oh my God, I was able to do 110 leg press the other day. And I was like, wow. I didn't start off at 110. I started off at 90. I went, wow, that's good. And then so I'll try 100. And then, oh yeah, I can do 100. Well, I'll try 110. Oh, yes, I did. And then, you know, and, and it's like um, you're having a relationship with your body. 
You're not going, well, I'm just going to push it. You know, like I know I did 110 two weeks ago, even though I missed leg week last week, but I'll just go 110 anyway because I should. And you know what? My legs, if they can't do it well, I'm just going to push them. You know, and that's just a different energy. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start them off gentle. Let me try 90. Well, that was actually quite tough. Yeah, yeah, I do feel that I've missed a week, you know. <laughs> and, and, and having that compassion for the process of, of getting to where, you know, you feel is the most loving. I don't want to say getting to where your goal weight is or getting to where your goal fitness is. I just want to say where you feel the most loving because I think that, again, society can impose those standards on us and uh or we can allow ourselves to have those standards imposed upon us and take those on and for me i'm 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 big well and say no i'm determining what i feel really is the most loving pocket to be in and you know what tammy for me that changes so in in winter time i run less i do more yoga i do more um nurturing exercises um it's different my body needs different things. I don't have some kind of set regime where I go, well, I have to do this. And that's always, you know what I mean? It's Nazi kind of energy around that. And you're just giving yourself, a, you're setting yourself up to create a loving lifestyle too. And, and you, your intention with everything is, is just huge. Like if food as well, like, you know, if you have the intention of, oh, I've got a chocolate bar and, oh, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to make me fat so bad. And you eat that, that energy that's coming into you is, it's not just the food that's going into you it's that intention and energy you know so um it's it's everything in life that you put a negative energy in and it's going on you or in you it's going to like double triple and it's going to send you on a downward spiral so if you want that chocolate you know if you want that chocolate you go i love chocolate it's beautiful tastes great i'm going to eat it eat it because you're going to eat it anyway but use it with the intention and then you won't feel so guilty then go, well, I've had one, I'm going to have the block now. You know, it's, it's keeping the, the, um, the mindset in a really positive light, compassionate, joyful, loving, all that kind of thing. And like you said, you know, it just, it just, you listen to your body as well. You don't punish your body. You listen to it. And if it's not what you think it is, that's okay. It doesn't matter because it doesn't have to be about what you think you should have to it's tuning in and that is growing your intuition too, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Our body isn't separate from us. Our body is us. So it's like having this relationship with us, you know, and yeah, my body does like certain foods at certain times and not others. And sometimes it likes chocolate. Sometimes it wants chocolate. Sometimes my inner child wants chocolate, which is part of my body. And the worst thing I can do if I want chocolate or an ice cream or anything like that is go, well, I'm going to be bad now and have, I'm going to be bad now. I mean, that type of thinking, I'm going to be naughty. What I actually say, I'm going to treat myself to a, a yummy chockey, you know, or something, and, and I'm going to really enjoy it, and I do. Love my crunchy bar occasionally. I love my ice cream occasionally. I love, I love lots of treats, but I love green smoothies in the morning with bananas. I love, I love salad and tuna for lunch. Like, that's my favourite lunch, and it's very lean. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, your body loves things for different reasons and yeah. I think that when you can start to shift your energy from good bad right wrong if you actually really go I'm I'm really loving myself right now with this food I'm really enjoying I'm going to enjoy it too because because I prepared it with love or I'm I feel like it's an, a loving choice for me right now and then of course at the end of it you're not as you're saying you're not feeling like I want to beat myself up for doing that and I'm going to eat <laughs> because I'm punish myself uh, which yeah I used to do for years so I can relate to that so thank you so much for sharing all of that Tammy because it's very close to my heart very 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 close to my to, to my roots and to my own recovery to my own enlightenment awakening because that was all catalyst for me to awaken so it's a big 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 thing on my on my um, enlightenment journey to, to be talking about and I appreciate that and I know we're getting to the end of our conversation and it's been so awesome. I really loved it, but I really want people to know what you're doing so they can find you and, and just give them all the, the nitty gritty bits and pieces so that they can make sure that they can connect with you further, sweetheart. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been amazing. So they can find me at Earth Radiance on Facebook. Um, I do blogs and I'm creating an interactive community there where it's all about helping and sharing and, you know, just really getting each other to create a, um, a really connected 
um, supporting uh, community. I also have a um, website that is www.earthradiance.com.au and it has the services I provide. Some are uh, available yet because I'm still creating, getting my workshop built. Um, and I hold Pamper, Nurture, Nourish, Connect workshops, which is all about empowering women to start, you know, making, understand how to put themselves first, why we have this negative belief that self-care is such a bad uh, thing and creating balance and harmony in your life whilst being pampered. So it's very wonderful. And my sister too, like she comes in and she does henna after it as well. So we can come to anyone in Australia and it's, it's a beautiful, wonderful, nurturing very, very connected um, uh, time to spend with, you know, women of like-minded, um, you know, that they love the same thing, they're on the same journey, friends, girlfriends, whoever it is, just a really nice group and it can create um, a change, a very big change and then they have a support network as well to help them through that change, so... Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I, I, I really enjoyed after um, the birth of my children, um, I, I, I would take time out at the end of the year and go to a women's retreat for exactly what you're talking about. We have amazing food. There'd be workshops. There'd be um, pampering each other. It was just amazing, gorgeous and delicious and delightful. And it was, you know, about five days and, and time out. And I think it's really important to recharge and remember, you know, recharge and remember because it's so often that when we're depleted, we forget, you know, we forget who we are. And when we remember, we recharge even more. We recharge when we remember who we are, we remember our authenticity, we come back into centre and we can be so much more than we ever gave. So, and I say B with a capital B and a capital E, B so much more. So I, I love what you're doing and I cherish it and I want to invite people to really embrace what you're offering because it's absolutely essential, especially if you've just had a baby and you need to, to, to reconnect or you've been busy with the kids and you really need to reconnect with you. Um, and, and Tammy's joining me for my... Um, for our uh, Q&A, our Enlightened Conversation Q&A. And it will be um, on a Wednesday because uh, Thursday is Australia Day. So it will be on the 25th of January um, at 1 to 2 p.m. So it will be airing directly after the next uh, next week's Enlightened Conversation. So, so please tune in for that because we're happy to hear uh, you share your wisdom on how you perhaps love yourself, um, use discipline in your life, any of the... Uh, very passionate topics that we've talked about today, which um, really, I seriously, I feel like I've been to therapy today. I, I really, <laughs> I seriously, <laughs> I needed to talk about all this. Awesome. Thank you, Tammy. Like seriously, um, it's been an absolute delight. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's a joy. Always. I love talking to you and thank you for letting me talk about what I love as well. It's been, it's been an absolute pleasure and joy. <laughs> so. Wonderful. All right, everybody, we'll, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.